Welcome to the Ether. Today is Tuesday, March 21st, 2023. Today on the Ether, episode 24 of the Page Dow Show. Let's take a listen. All right. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Page Dow Show. It is Tuesday, uh, March 21st, 2023. And I am Epic Dylan. I'm joined today by my co host, Rihanna Morgan. Uh, CD isn't going to make this one. And, uh, and it looks like we're going to get a chance to deliver a little bit more uh, kind of planned content for you today. So uh, always excited when we get to do one of these. Um, it's nice when, when the Dow drops in too, of course. But um, today we have a very busy show. Uh, there's just an unbelievable amount of stuff uh, popping off in the Web3 publishing space. And we are going to talk about a good cross-section of it. Um, I'm, I'm your host, Epic Dylan. Um, I'm the founder of the Page Dow. I'll, I'll be here every week if I can. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm the author of Formal Dialectics. I have been messing with Web3 for about three years now. And, and I, I got to say that uh, I, I think we're getting closer and closer to uh, protocol level Web3 publishing integration. Uh, and, and that just, that really excites me. Um, there, there's a lot of uh, potential good, I, I think, that can come from all of the innovation that we're seeing in the space. And I'm very, very excited to uh, spend some time today just kind of kind of getting to do a, a deeper dive on uh, why, why certain components of this are, are extremely exciting. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, Rihanna, take it away. Okay. Hello, everyone. I'm Rihanna Morgan. Thank you, Dylan, for welcoming me. And I'm the co-host of the Page Dow Show. I'm also senior editor of Vagabond Magazine. I'm the creator of the Roving with Rihanna, the Craft of Writing show, which you can listen to earlier today on days like this. It is generally Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern time where we delve into the craft of writing and we talk about some element or some feature or something. Anyway, we can also, today we actually were able to celebrate the World of Poetry Day. So that was really fun. We just read poetry all day long. It was wonderful for our hour. And let's see. So there's so many things going on. So Dylan and I have been able to come up with an agenda today. So I'm going to toss it back to him and see where he wants to start. All right. Well, thanks so much. Um, yes, I, I definitely think we have a lot to cover today. Um, and, and everybody knows I, I like to... Uh, I like to sometimes wax maybe just a little poetic um, about certain things that the page Dow is up to and kind of what's going on and uh, what, what people can expect from that. And, and sometimes people reach out to me and they say, hey, Dylan, I was listening to the page Dow show the other day. And, 
you know, I, I heard about this uh, thing that you guys are working on and here's, here's a way I can help. And it really makes, uh, makes my day, makes my life a little bit easier when, when that sort of thing happens. So, so I think maybe uh, one of the things that I would like to start with is, you know, kind of a discussion of the metadata standard that we are working on with some friends from around the Web3 publishing space and beyond, um, and, and just kind of, uh, you know, maybe put the word out that if people are interested in, uh, you know, being involved in this, and it seems like many are, uh, then, then they can reach out and, and how to get in touch with us. What, what do you think about that, Rihanna? Most definitely. I think that's a great idea. Um, delve into that and having it at the top of the show is a good idea. Cool, cool. Well, um, yeah, there's... Uh, there's a lot to it, um, but people find it exciting. And, and the reason it's exciting is that it's a, a tool that we can use to to do things for Web3 publishing that uh, nobody's doing yet. And, and so, so some of these things are, you know, providing uh, an, analytics for books and, and things like view count, like where, where you can see how many people are uh, getting involved with this particular asset. Um, all the, all the way uh, back in history, when we when we founded the page DAO, uh, th there were two things that I thought were really really important uh, to a Web three publishing industry, and those two things were uh, the the ability to put a book on the blockchain, so like a, a minter. Um, you know, since then we've we've developed two different versions of this, just in page DAO, and there, there's lots of other projects in the space that have takes on what that experience should be like that are you know, existing and, and you can go and use them. Um, and the second thing was like a view counter, you know, just a, a way to analogous to the early web, uh, sort sort of track the amount of attention that a given asset was receiving. And then so I, I think that on, on some of the spaces I was on, you know, kind of lurking on earlier today, <laughs> um, I, I heard actually some mention of this. Uh, so very, very cool stuff. Um, and, and just su super exciting to see. Um, now, what's lacking in Web3 publishing that needs to start happening um, is, is just a more public sort of, uh, it needs to be easier to interact with the assets. Um, and, and so one of the things that stands in the way of this utility and the Web3 assets that we're all making today, um, you know, even though some of them are very, very cool, uh, we, we don't have like an easy way for somebody to say, uh, I want to go look at the Web3 publishing industry and, and just go do it. You know, there's not really like a, there's no ether scan for Web3 publishing. Um, and so, so we need to uh, put some thought in, uh, identify like a metadata standard that works for everyone um, because it's a really good metadata standard, you know, innovate on that level in the publishing space. And, and then basically you take uh, the product of that and put it into a new application uh, that makes it easier for users uh, who want to see what's available in Web3 Publishing to just go to one place and do that. Um, so, so tools that are designed to uh, showcase and organize books are, are definitely one component of this. But also, there, there can be initiatives uh, to, to get people uploading more you know, content onto the blockchain. Uh, which I think is super, super important. Uh, but I feel like it's the beginning of the show. I probably shouldn't uh, wax all of that poetic. Rihanna, you probably have a couple of questions. I, I'll yield the floor for a sec. Okay, yeah, sure. So I actually grabbed a notebook because it was nice to be able to write down how you are 
putting a border around the goal that we're wanting to do, not a border so much as, as a boundary, but more of a, this is how this is defined. This is what the goal is of, of what we are all working towards and what we're working on at the page DAO. And so putting sort of reiterating what you were talking about easier to interact with having having a way to interact with the nfts the literary nfts that are currently on the blockchain a way to get more literary nfts on the blockchain but then also a way to showcase and organize and categorize like the dewey decimal system for the blockchain and so that I feel like is is the piece that you were just talking about, but then it's also um, important to talk about how are we doing this? What steps are we taking to help ensure that this is happening? And what can we talk about? That's the big thing. What can we talk about at this point? Oh, totally. Well, I mean, there, there's so much we can talk about. We, we've talked about um, the Minter in some depth uh, over the past few shows and so, so people probably have some baseline level of uh, familiarity there, um, but but really and truly, uh, what we're looking at is is not, you know, so, something that's like quite that simple, right? We're we're looking at a thing uh, that becomes valuable not because somebody in like a vacuum somewhere created it, but because like a large community of active participants, you know, um, have decided to take it upon themselves to create it. And then, so with the metadata NFT uh, standard uh, that, that we're looking at here, um, the the thing that is uh, to, to your question um, being created that has like all these different properties is is fairly simple. You know, it, it's an index of content uh, and kind of a base layer that people can create rules um, that that can live on. Um, and this is being created by a group of, at last count, probably a dozen. Uh, Web3 Publishing, Web3, and uh, kind of related projects that, that are involved with it. Um, and these are all open source projects, um, you know, building software today um, and, and en enabling people to, you know, do, do a variety of different things. Um, you know, just some of the ones that PageDAO is directly working with are Third Web and Bonfire. And then basically with third web users, you're able to spin up their own marketplaces um, and, and they have uh, certain uh, utilities that they can build into them. Like, so, so I can make a marketplace that, you know, it, uh, it showcases my NFT books, um, you know, and, and then I can also make another marketplace that showcases those NFT books and your NFT books. Uh, so, mm -hmm. so it creates like kind of a mesh layer of, of marketplaces that individual users have control over. Um, and and so, so that's really different uh, from what we've been doing with, you know, OpenSea and all this other stuff. And, and there's just a lot of, uh, I don't know, I, I wanna say there's a lot of surface, you know, that, that people are able to get involved with and, and find ways to address um, using, you know, technology, but also just, you know, kind of cleverness. <laughs> and so, so yeah, like it's like this big, exciting project. We did our first call last week. Um, I, I think we had 10 people on that. They were all stoked. Uh, we had a great call. Um, we're, we're very excited to say that, you know, it looks like there's going to be even more uh, Web3 thinkers 
on the call this Thursday, uh, which we've expanded from Discord to being on Zoom so that, uh, so that we can have as many attendees as we want. Right, right. No, I was on that call. That was really amazing and really hopeful, really forward thinking, really, really um, exciting to think about this, this new connection that we're all building so that we can come together and create a way for your library of Alexandria to be. So that's so exciting. That's so exciting. And so you were mentioning that Web3 facilitates the ability for there to be a marketplace and you to have a marketplace for your books and then possibly have a marketplace for my books or somebody else's books. And so then what do you want to talk about how Bonfire plays a role or do we want to move on to something else? Well, um, yeah, Bonfire plays an extremely important role because what Bonfire does is it enables a, a chump like me to to spin up a new website around his NFT. I've, I've done a bunch of different stuff in my life, um, and I've used a lot of different tools that have made things that I, you know, wouldn't be able to do on my own, uh, you know, possible. And and Bonfire is a tool uh, that that basically functions to enable a writer to introduce a supply limited NFT into the marketplace without flooding the market. Um, so, so like, you know, I can say with my new NFT book, formal dialectics, um, there's an infinite number that can be minted, but at any given point, since I have control of the contract, I, I can say no more from now on. Right. Or, or I could, you know, I could try to do some kind of like FOMO tactic and say, you know, hey, like you got six months to mint this book and then it's, you know, it's offline or whatever. Sure, right. Uh, but, but, you know, I'm, I'm just going to leave it open for now because I, I really like the facts that, uh, you know, it could, you know, I mean, it could technically, with no additional techni- technical innovation on my part, it could sell 10,000 copies tomorrow, right? Sure. <laughs> right. I mean, no, let's manifest that. Let's do it. Yeah, I, I just want to see if it happens or not. I'm, you know, that's the experiment. But, but um, right. no, so, so yeah, like, to, so that's what Bonfire does for me as a creator. Like, I, I don't know if people can understand like how how much I geek out on uh, the, <laughs> you know, you know, possibility of spinning up a contract that has the capacity to mint, and then having like this robust, like beautiful front end uh, to add to that contract without having to do all the coding that would ordinarily be involved. Because I don't know right. if you've seen things that I've coded, but they're generally pretty ugly. <laughs> um, yeah, function over form all day, folks. But but right. okay, so so that's what Bonfire is, and, and what Third Web is is the same thing, but for marketplace. It spins up a front end. It spins up a contract. You have control of that contract, so you can you can attach a marketplace fee to it. And so what this enables is curation, because what happens? Well. If I have a marketplace, I can decide what assets can be traded. You know, maybe I can even list some of these assets myself, you know, so it's kind of like a storefront. It's like, um, it's like Etsy or Shopify, but there's like no subscription fee because it's open source and it's Web3. And uh, <laughs> I mean, I mean it's, it's super, super exciting because as the ability to interact with these marketplace contracts becomes more commonplace, we're going to start to see something like e-commerce, you know, start to show up on like, you know, Web3. And and so being in a space where the goods that are being traded are digital, you know, I mean, it's, it's like, 
as soon as this works for like our, our small small community, um, it's it's going to be able to to scale as much as people want it to scale. Uh, so so it's like an unprecedented like you know historical like technological opportunity and uh, I, I don't know I, I I think that's why everybody's finding this so exciting. <laughs> no, I agree. I agree. And it sounds like, you know, you know, when, months ago now when we were first talking about if you build it, they will come. And so I really feel like that that's at the spot where we are. Like it's being built. It has been built like this piece with with Bonfire and Third Web that that is in existence already. And then the next piece is is the cataloging piece like how to interact with that how to have that that's that's the next piece that we're working on that's right well and then like the that we're working on right like this isn't something like one of us is doing in a vacuum this is something that you, you know a whole community of people have already formed up around and are already actively like you know uh working for you know uh it's right. it's unlike most things that i've seen well, it's like the coolest, biggest, most amazing group project ever, really. Because you know how when you're in school and you're in a group and, you know, there's some people that do all the work and then there's some people that sort of sit around. I feel like the 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 people that do all the work, it, we're all here. <laughs> and And we're all invested and we're all excited about it and we're ready to go. And we want to be part of that group that helps mold what that future is going to be like. And so then it does benefit and it will, will um, benefit so many people, so many writers, so many readers, so many creators, and the list just goes and goes, you know, it's going to be so exciting. Hey, I couldn't agree more. I'm really, uh, I don't know. I I have to report. I was on a call with Cam from Santa earlier and we were talking quite a bit about um, you know, about DAOs and about, you know, things like content registries and stuff. And and the thought that there could be a, a relatively simple lift uh, that, that would enable this thing to start growing, um, you know, and, and then we could, we could put these innovations in place so that just weren't possible in like Web2, you know, and we could use cryptocurrency to incentivize DAO members to do stuff. We could, uh, you know, like basically the sky's the limit, like, like anything that we can think of um, how to code the basis of into, you know, like basically a blockchain uh, based application or, or an application at least that would interact with blockchains and be stored itself on a blockchain. <laughs> so, so yeah, a blockchain based right. app, but um, you know, it, it, I don't know. There's just, uh, there's so much potential here and, and there's so much of a, you know, a shared common public good, you know, that, that stands to be created by this process. Um, you know, the, the people see, you know, Hey, I can go and, uh, I can, I can build a business there. I, I can build a life on that. You know, I, I can make that work, uh, where I haven't been able to make, uh, you know, things work in the past, um, in other ways that I've tried. Right. Like, so, so it's just right. a new opportunity. And, uh, yeah, I, I can tell I'm kind of, <laughs> I'm kind of starting to a little bit. Um, no, I, I we're doing you good. We're doing it. good. <laughs> I see we've been joined by Odd Writings, and, and I want to give him a chance to introduce himself. Oh, definitely. Yay. Welcome him up to the stage. What's up, Odd Writings? Or maybe not. All right. Well, uh, 
yeah, feel free to to jump in at some point if you would like, sir. Uh, Rihanna, I, I think we have a few more uh, different things to talk about, and and while um, I do enjoy talking about the uh, the metadata project quite a bit, I feel like a third of the show is probably about where we should draw the line on that. Uh, so so why don't we move on and kind of kind of chat up about Storyverse a little bit? You got some exciting news coming out coming at us from uh, from that front, right? Yeah, yeah, and well, and so Storyverse is basically idea of mm, like storytelling of the future it's it's a it's really a clever idea that this um group has put together and um so they their their whole idea is built around people with their non-fungible tokens, like their NFTs, like their PFPs, um, their profile pictures, and how they can take that NFT that they've purchased that doesn't have any necessarily attached background or lore or story that's with it, and then take that figure and create a story that goes with it. And so with Storyverse, what I have been, I, I, I was approached by them and they have um, put forth this idea that mm, I could have five board apes in a story and these five board apes have purchased a Storyverse pass, which means that they can, they are allowed to be in a story that I write. And so maybe my five, I put them in this situation. And actually the name of the story that I'm writing is called Chasing Shadows. And is it is about a private investigator who gets notified that the girlfriend, girlfriend from his past has been murdered and she has his business card in her hand. So that's like the elevator pitch kind of deal and but so speaking particularly about my story is to sort of inform about how everybody else's is doing as well and so with my story I get backgrounds and people and characters and then I write the narrative that goes with it that creates this story and so it's sort of a living graphic novel or a live comic book <clears throat> not live a live comic book and oh, so, so yeah it really is fascinating and they started with Storyverse started with Bored Ape but they are all they're moving on to incorporating you know the other sort of blue chip um PFPs like the and I I don't know the names of the different places the names of the different um pieces because <laughs> i'm not privy to that information i don't know where they're going next i don't know if they're gonna zoom off to um blue cat or or you know like the cool cats or if they're gonna zoom zoom off to azuki or whatever like i know none of that i don't know where they're going next i know right now the the board apes have minted their character pass and then now the mutant apes are in the process of minting their character pass so that they have an opportunity to be in a story as well. 
And so that's what Storyverse is. And so if you're wanting to be, if you're a Web3 writer and you're interested in being a writer for Storyverse, you should definitely reach out to them. Um, you can get a hold of them on Twitter. You can, um, if you're really interested and you want to chat with me, maybe I can make an introduction, that kind of thing. And so um, the process has been really exciting kind of and really really fun and um not it was different i didn't really necessarily have any kind of expectation but it's been really it's been a really exciting exciting process so far oh it sounds like it so so um so so i remember back in the day when we had jenkins the valet on the token smart show and um and and I remember the process there i I think the board ape owners could license their ape to be a participant in the Jenkins story and uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but it sounds like um, that sort of concept is, is coming up a little, uh, again with, uh, with Storyverse, And, and so, so basically what happens is um, project owners can, can basically buy in and, and that enables their asset to be uh, included in a story. Is that, is that what's going on? Exactly. Exactly. Yes. So their asset is included in the story. And so I already have apes that I, that are characters in the story that I'm writing and other people can have whatever they are wanting, you know, how, whatever their, the writers can do, you know, whatever it is that they're doing. And Storyverse has a discord and there's a lot of interaction there. It's a very, it's a pretty busy discord and um each each writer has like a particular spot where different visitors can come and interact and um they have an opportunity to give ideas and so like one of mine um one of my apes just recently we did a crowdsource name the character activity which was fun and so just you know things like that to get people um, involved and interacting with the action of character naming or plot building or whatever it is, whatever, whatever, um, you know, we can sort of dream up together. That's so well. It, it sounds kind of past the penny to me. I'm so so interested to uh, to to follow this and, and see how it goes. Um, yeah, very very cool stuff. I, I had talked to a story verse a little bit back in the day. I, I think. Uh, but yeah. but I think they were working on something different back then, and so so this is a cool um, a cool update to to what our friends over at Storyverse are up to. Um, yeah. I think we also wanted to bring up uh, quest chains while we were uh, while we were planning out the show earlier, and yes. so, so thinking kind of about that. Do you do you want to kind of kick us off and and maybe explain to our audience what the what the quest chains are and and how those work? Yes, I definitely can. Well, so. I guess at the beginning of the new year, I really wanted to reward people who came, give gifts to people who came to the Roving with Rihanna show. I tried a POAP one time and a POAP is like a proof of attendance NFT. And it was so like, it wasn't user-friendly for me. And then it wasn't user-friendly for the people who were trying to get the POAP. And so I was like, well, that's no fun. And so I wanted something that would be really sort of 
fun, sort of like a game, sort of like an activity. And it was actually through PageDAO that I learned about Quest Chains. And so now I have... Um, Every week that I've done a, a Roving with Rihanna show, I have put together a quest chain. And let's see, how many do I have? Nine, ten of them um, where people can can um, attend the Roving with Rihanna, the craft of writing. So like crafting rhythm or metaphor or illusion or hyperbole. And today we actually celebrated poetry and so today's question is a, a world poetry day celebration um, soulbound NFT that the people who attend Roving with Rihanna are given as a gift. Like they have to pay gas. I can't do anything about that. But otherwise the NFT is free and they're all really clever. And they say Roving with Rihanna, the craft of writing, and then whatever the topic of the week was. And um they're kind of pretty and I make the art that goes with it. And so it's just really a fun, a fun gift that I give to people who attend the show. I think Odd Writings, um, he jumps in quite a bit and mints these. So that's really a, a fun thing. Yeah. Right on. Uh, yeah, I, I just went and uh, submitted my proof of, uh, of the one uh, from earlier <laughs> today. So uh Yay! So I'll be down as a collector on that one for sure. Very, very cool. I, I like the way that um the, the quest chains is working there. Um and, and I believe uh I was talking to Vid um the other day and we were we were talking a little bit about quest chains and, and he's saying that uh anyway, he's he's kind of giving me the, the technical updates. And and so with PageDAO we have a couple of quest chains. Um yes, and we it, do. There's, yeah, there's like a there's a main one. Um Let's see. Anyway, uh, it was an excellent, excellent uh, roving with Rihanna earlier, by the way, I just want to say. So, uh -huh. so if you haven't, uh, feel free to go check that out on Rihanna's uh, Twitter profile, uh, Rihanna Morgan. But yeah, so, so it, uh, at app.questchains.xyz or forward slash polygon forward slash page style hyphen onboarding. <laughs> um, you you so earlier today I was, I was playing around with like text to speech on my computer and it was fairly accurate. So I figured I would try uh, making a, a notes uh, that way uh, for a page down show this week. <laughs> and I can just picture already uh, the, the recording of, uh, of, of that particular phrase uh, not coming out. Right. But, but anyway, so, so this is kind of the master uh, page down uh, quest chain. So you, so you can find this on our Twitter um, and we do have currently a, a limited time uh, question that's linked here. Uh, that that one that I read was basically the hub of all the paged out questions. And so this one has a total of two quests currently, um, and it's going to have probably two more by the time we're done uh, testing the the, the new uh, paged out V2 tech stack that we're we're building with so much help from all our open source uh, project uh, comrades. Um, in web three and uh yeah so so feel free to go uh go, go scope this uh question out and, and have a look at that too if, if you're interested yeah i think that it is actually when you go to visit quest chain itself when you go to enter enter the site it'll say featured quest chains and then page dows right there in the middle it's right up top awesome um, yeah onboarding. That's, that's so cool. mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's exciting. Hey, agreed, agreed, agreed. 
Um, and I'd rather feel free to just, you know, jump in anytime. Uh, if you have questions about stuff that you think we should, you know, bring up on the show, or if you'd like to tell us about your work this week or, you know, whatever the case may be. Um, so, so Rihanna, we, we also have Quest of Evolution written down to, to chat a little bit about. And, and this is a new project that you have uh, recently stumbled onto. Would you like yes. to maybe tell us a little bit about it? Yeah, yeah. So the Quest of Evolution is set up where the, the program, I always try to, I'm always fumbling over what noun do I use? What verb do I use? <laughs> These people have created this thing. Anyway, no. So the Quest Chain um, organization have has put together this idea where people can, or story architect, or architect, architects, story architects can put together 10 different spark verses and these spark verses sort of spark a story. And um, so hypothetically say, Dylan, you wanted to be a story architect and you would write story starters, maybe 10 of them. And each story starter would be sold through this quest of evolution. And then as an NFT and people perusing the quest of evolution, NFT story starter pieces could zoom in and they could purchase one of your story starters, your spark verses. And with the idea that they would continue the story. So the initial sale, the revenue from that goes to you. They continue the story on this spark verse piece and then they're able to sell it or they can continue the story some more or whatever and so the the secondary sale and the secondary piece i'm not a hundred percent sure on i don't exactly know how that's being tracked or done but the initial piece of the spark verses themselves the story starters is a very clever approach um and so each Spark versus, I don't know, between 200 and 500 words. And those themselves become an NFT. Additionally, on top of this, the Quest of Evolution is pulling in other artists, um, musicians, illustrators, things like that to help manufacture and put together an NFT that is. Um, like a little mini story beginning right there at the at the beginning of the spark verse. Does that help? Does that make sense? I hope I explained that well enough. Oh, that totally makes sense. Yeah. And uh, in the chat, we got Easy and Crypto talking a little bit about um, see you that. Know, what it might be like to uh, <laughs> yeah to to I incorporate and pass the pin. So that, that's pretty cool. I mean, basically, like it's a community collaborative writing project. The, the monetization is a little bit unclear, but okay. So, so like, what what am I paying if I'm a writer and I'm interested in uh, doing a spark verse? Like, is that like point oh one ETH or like, yeah? Like, so if you, if you are a story architect for the quest of evolution, you you are the writer, and so then people when they purchase the NFT, you're the one that gets the revenue. Oh, okay. So, so basically, I would be going and saying, 
I, I want to make one of these. And they'd say, yeah. And then I'd, I'd make the thing and it would go on the market and people could buy it and continue the story. Yes. Okay. See, see, that is some fascinating stuff. And it, I, I would assume that like to, to make the game work, that they, they make it to where if you come and buy the story and then you sell the story for more than you paid with it, um, or paid for it, then, then you're keeping some of the proceeds of that. Um, yes. As the, as uh, the, so as the writer who picks it up. And then some of it does trickle back to the original spark verse writer. Okay. So, so it creates like this speculative, uh, kind of chain of events that could potentially mm-hmm. happen or not happen. Exactly. That's exactly. fascinating. I, I, man, I would really think that that would be perfect to, to mess with on like past the pin. You know, we could, uh, I, I mean, Easy's like the most creative writer in the metaverse. Y'all. I know. <laughs> he needs to get in there. <laughs> he, everybody needs to do this. Like, they're, as far as I know, they're looking for writers. You know, they're always looking for writers. They're all, and, and as far as I know, they're looking for musicians. And as far as I know, they're looking for illustrators because they really want to put together, you know, this dynamic NFT that then is sold where someone can pick it up and continue writing the story. Oh, man. Yeah, easy, dude. We have to do this on Passive Pin, like, next time. <laughs> I'll, I'll volunteer to, uh, oh, I'll volunteer as tribute to be the scribe for the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, I think we lost him. No. I, I think he's having some signal trouble, but what can you I do? Thought, I, I think he said he was driving. Yeah. He talk, but, you know, who even knows? Who even knows about could be in, in downtown life. someplace and run out of Wait, do you hear that? Yeah, that was I did me. hear. I, I'm oh, actually, oh my goodness, he's unmuted. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe I accidentally kicked off the other guy. <laughs> no, actually, what I did was I, I, I shut off Discord and just started up again, and I don't know what it was. I don't know why I kept doing unmute and like nothing would happen and nothing would happen. But I think uh, from what I missed, I think you're talking about Quest of Evolution. Is that right? So we started with um, Storyverse, and then we talked about Quest Chains. That's where you go and you mint your Soulbound NFT that you do quite often um, for attending right. Roving with Rihanna. Yes. Yeah, that was. And a, then I, I'm going to go back to your your thing for today, Rihanna, because I wasn't able to make it. There was another. Uh, there was another thing I got invited to, and it was like a, a one time only thing. So oh, I did totally. that. I I, I love I love your quest of evolution things. They're always they're they're always a lot of fun. So uh, yeah, the questions. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, and you know, honestly, I get so many listeners after the fact. Um, it's so fun. Like I'll have you know four or five, six or seven people that pop in live, and then I get so many after the fact. And so I I love it. It's so fun for me. So, and I love how engaging your interaction is after the fact too. So please never worry. Um, I'm always there. You just pop in when you can. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And as for the quest of evolution uh, thing, they, they are in fact looking actively for, uh, for different artists uh, of, of all kinds, uh, writers and musicians and uh, uh, illustrators. Ah, so Dylan, I think you ought to jump in there and and Easy and D and everybody jump on in. <laughs> yeah, of course. Great. I mean, um, so, so before uh, when we lost Easy, I'm, I'm not sure if you missed it or not, but 
Um, easy, dude. I, I volunteer as tribute to be scribe. Uh, we, we can jump on and do a quest of evolution themed uh, pass the pin sometime and and then rock it out that way if you want to, bro. Um, anyway, sorry, sorry you can't jump on the mic, but um, I'm glad you're listening in and uh, I'm stoked about the future of pass the pin. We got so much crazy stuff going on around. I mean, just Web3 publishing in general around PageDAO in specific around this uh, this metadata project that we're building together, you know, these composable markets with Third Web, Doryverse and Quest Chains and Quest of Evolution and Jenkins the Valet. Oh, my goodness. And I mean, like, seriously, like, how do we keep up with all this stuff? I have no idea. I need to quit my day job. That's what I need to do. <laughs> <laughs> I already did that. I, I don't know. Maybe wait till the bear market's over. Uh, has it worked up? <laughs> we 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 rent a huge house. We all live there. We all work twenty four hours a day. We. <laughs> I'm, I'm with you until the like work twenty four hours a day. Part. Oh no! I mean, take shifts. Shifts. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Keep it going. But we'll have like the real world, like the page now, like edition. It'll be like right. <laughs> right. adult nerds from all walks of life living under one roof together. Right. We are we are making this work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's oh fantastic. But, but yeah, I mean like there's like there's so much to talk about. Like there's there's so much going on. Where uh where, where should we take it to next? Uh odd writings. Do you do you want to yeah, throw us, uh, throw us a direction. Uh, hmm. Well, uh, today is World Poetry Day, but I guess we don't already knew that. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know, because you guys, we, we, we've touched on all the things that are kind of top on my mind. I mean, uh, all these things are, you know, these things sprout up so quickly that it's, it's, it's one thing to try to keep up with them, which is, which is pretty much impossible. But a whole nother thing is trying to keep up with all the new things that are coming out. Like, like for example, and even even some of the stuff that's not even new. Like, for example, when 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 I learned about Dark Block, I was like, oh, this is really cool. This is really cool. Like, you know, they can encrypt thing. They can encrypt, uh, you know, what you're what you're saying. And then I find out later that that um, uh, the uh, Alexandria Labs has been using something else called lit which at first i thought it was lit like the same lit that 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 uh i forget if it's dylan or or, or i'm a member of lit and some other people are too but there's a whole another group called lit and they encrypt yeah. stuff blockchain so it's it's like oh this is a dark block competitor but they were actually there earlier and i didn't even know about them until i found out about dark block so just keeping up with new new uh, organizations cropping up is itself a uh, its own uh, challenge. Yes, it is. You know, it, it's kind of funny. Actually, I, I think I have a call on Thursday with uh, with them, and and so so it's it's going to be interesting to uh, kind of see what their solutions look like and like how they might be uh, used to to build stuff on top of this uh, this standard that we're 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 putting together. I mean, <laughs> I, I I truly believe this, and then, and, and I guess the thing I'm going to say that I truly believe is is that um, I mean, I, I think Web three publishing is going to look totally different in like twelve months. Well, like you're not only going to have more people in here doing this crazy stuff, but there's going to be more crazy stuff that you can go do. 
And and I mean, I, I don't know. I, I really. Uh, where do you think the future is headed? Hard writing. I, I feel like you're in kind of a unique vantage where you can you can see a lot of different stuff from. Uh, do you, do you have specific predictions about what comes next? Uh, yeah, yeah. Here's my my prediction is that um, a whole bunch of different things are going to be done, and then there's going to be some kind of a problem, and people are going to get really down on it. Uh, and so then for a while there's going to be a an on writing winter and then uh after that winter passes then you know some of the some of the organizations will have died out others will survive and it's and it's basically I, I i predict that it will follow the typical kind of thing where there's a a bunch of interest and it gets a little bit people get a little bit too interested in it and it becomes over overly hyped and then there's a period of disillusionment kind of go back down and then it comes back up and, and, and becomes stable again. Because that seems like all the all new technology seems to go through that, at least uh, recently. I, I can't really say all new technology because I can't say, oh, well, the Industrial Revolution, you know, they started off with trains and they thought it was great, but then they all got you know, disappointed. I, I, don't, I think that one just kind of kept, kept on going. But, but when I think about crypto and IPOs and all that kind of stuff, you know, there's there, there, there seems to be a... a there was a name for this. Uh, the bell—it's not the bell of opportunity or whatever. It's, just, it's this curve of uh, interest and disappointment. So I know everything seems rosy right now, but but uh, my prediction is, which is an easy prediction to make, there will be disappointment in the future. Like because <laughs> the, the, the odds that there aren't going to be that there isn't going to be some kind of major flop is is I think much less. Uh, well, you guys know what I'm. What I'm starting to ramble, so I, I need to. Yeah, so it'll be crypto in a microcosm. I love it. I mean, uh, you know, that's probably the only prediction that could have been made that I would have been like, yes, 100. percent It's going to be exactly like that. Yeah, and then and then of course there's the, the kind of things that we can't we can't really think about now because I mean we can kind of catch glimpses, but it's not something that we can really hold on to because all these things are happening at once. The metaverse. Uh, uh, mix in the metaverse with a lot of this, uh, with a lot of the online reading, and uh, and the different forms of communication, like like Gatey Dozier space yesterday um, with uh, the uh, with Timothy Green. Uh, Timothy likes to uh, he likes to follow along with uh, science articles, which I would I, I I try to do that as well, but I, it's hard to keep up with that as well. But um, they're they've been working on different interfaces using, using smell. But like right now, you know, we, we, we think about reading and we think about, you know, for reading a book. We hear about audio, you know, lis- listening to a book. Um, when the metaverse was coming out, you know, people were working on haptic gloves so that you could have a, a floating sphere in front of you. That that was, you know, it's it's artificial. It's, a, it's like AR, you know, a, a mix of virtual and, and, you know, augmented reality. You see this globe, and then if you have if you have a particular type of glove, a haptic glove, you can reach out, and the glove will become stiff as you try to hold the object. So it feels like you're feeling the object, though it's not there. So that's the sense of touch. And uh, in any case, Timothy mentioned yesterday uh, smell because they 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 they've been doing a lot of uh, research on smell, and uh, <clears throat> you know I could I could see something where. There's some there's some new connection like maybe in your VR headphones, but there's a little piece that's connected to your nose, and so if you're reading about a swamp, all of a sudden you kind of like smell the swampy odor, you know, or or you 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 can you can integrate different things. 
So uh, uh, it's it's kind of I don't know. It's it's hard to predict what's going to happen. It's it's impossible basically to predict what's going to happen. Of course. I mean, it sounds like there's some very avant-garde uh, art options <laughs> that are coming up, though, which is pretty dope. So, so like, I, I just, I, I'm imagining, like, if I was in a museum and I was asked to put on, like, this, like, headset type thing, and maybe there's, like, I don't know, maybe it's, like, electromagnetic or something, and then there's, like, this piece that goes to my nose, and I'm, like, walking around, <laughs> but, like, smelling all these different things, and... Anyway, uh, man, wow, that that's pretty wild. Like, I I think uh, who was it? Like Arthur C. Clarke or somebody that said sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic. Uh, I don't know for for yeah, easy says <laughs> finally smell the vision. Smell the yeah. vision. Oh man. Yeah, that sounds that sounds familiar. Also, uh, also, I think another another thing is a uh, data storage. It was one of the. Uh, uh, one of the articles I read actually a while ago now, I don't know if it was a, quite a year ago. Actually, yeah, it was a year ago because they, they came up with this thing called the DNA of things. And so the idea is uh, that you store things within molecules. It's trying to store information within molecules. And so uh, people were thinking, uh, at least the article I was reading, they were thinking about having a building and the building itself would be sort of like a database. You store data actually in the chunks of the building. And the reason it's called DNA of things is because initially um, what they were thinking of was, so you have these 3D printers and you have the 3D printers have instructions on how to manufacture something, you know, through the 3D printer. So they thought, well, what if every, what if every object had its own DNA and that DNA consisted of a list of things, of, of instructions to a 3D printer? So you could have a, a chair that has, uh, you know, 3D printer instructions all within it as if it were its a DNA. And say the chair burns or the whole house burns that the chair is in, but you are able to save one little portion of the chair. Okay, that little portion of the chair is going to have some of that DNA in there. So then you could, get, you could give that to the 3D printer and it would reproduce the chair. So everything would be... Uh, you know, it's, it's it's this kind of thing where you 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 store data in places that we're not even thinking about now, um, and you know you could have you could have a library that's in your wall and you don't see it because it's in there sort of molecularly uh, stored. So what would that do to bookcases? Maybe you could get a wall that looked like a bookcase <laughs> for everything all to be part of and just kind of like complete the skeuomorphic like analogy here. Oh, that, that's so fascinating. I love it. Yeah, I am completely blown away. I can't even, you know, it's like everything will have its own code. Yeah, just... and, yeah and I, I even, as soon as I read about that, I, I, I read that article and then I did a Google search on DNA of things and there was nothing. Like, because it, this was like this article had just come out. So I, I, I ran, well, I didn't run, I, I, I metaphorically ran over to a, to a, a, a DNS <laughs> domain and I was like, DNA of things.org. I'm, I'm grabbing it. I'm grabbing it. It's mine. And so then, uh, and I tried to write a few things on it, but I, I didn't get quite far. And then after a year, like, well, I, I didn't get anywhere with this. So I just kind of gave up the, I gave up the domain, but uh, I'm sure it's a, it's, it's, it's it's still a little too early. That's a little too early. Also, quantum quantum things. Uh, well, it's just there's so much going on that all we can do is take a slice 
And like Blake said, you could take it's like a chink in a cavern. You could you just take that little slice, and it's a it's a uh, it gives you a view into what might be or what you know what could be in the future, and all you see is a little piece of it uh, at a time. Uh, but I don't know how much that actually helps us here with the with the literary page DIO things. But uh, that's 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 where I'm going. Well, I think it's kind of like a function of the same uh, set of of properties that are giving rise to like the page DAO and you know like all the different possibilities that are kind of like appearing for for writers to use to connect with their audience that we associate with Web three. Um, and I, I think the same set of uh, you know kind of kind of data properties, you know, like there being enough of it for for one thing, even if it's kind of you know in bad shape right now. Um, <laughs> which I guess might be one way of putting it, but, but not everything's on chain, not everything's organized, you, you know, so, so there are some problems that remain and that stand between us and the future. The, the thing that's exciting and that, that kind of makes this, uh, I don't know, may, maybe feel bullish uh, to some extent is, is that there is, uh, there is the beginning of, of like, I don't know. I, I want to say like an iterative development process uh, that, that we're kind of spinning up here as a community and the idea is very much to to go out and investigate, um, you know, exactly these properties that, that we're starting to see the the beginnings of the origins of. And then, so yeah, man. I mean, uh, I, I dig the futurism. I, I I think this is um this is connected. You know, everything's connected. I I think at the end of the day, the the question is just a matter of um you know how do we store how do we track how do we catalog how do we analyze you know uh data that we own and and then how do we um you know build the economy to be an economy that that starts with data um is is kind of an, another piece of that that we could probably go into for a little bit here um now i'm certainly not opposed to to waxing philosophical for a little bit on the page that show <laughs> <laughs> well that's good that's good <laughs> No, I think that's great. So yes, please keep waxing poetic. A national poetry day, no less. A national poetry day. Or world poetry day. World poetry day. Excuse world me. poetry day. Yes, yes. But my sister's always listing off uh, national holidays. So so there was like national take a nap day and I, I protested by not taking a nap that day. My kids are always very excited about National Chocolate Day. And we do. We have chocolate cake for breakfast. Uh, that's excellent stuff. Well, um, yeah, so, so I, I guess one thing that, that kind of is top of mind for me, like pretty much always is, you know, like what are like these technologies that exist and like how do I as like a, a you know person who wants to use them, how, how do I get access? How do I, you know, st start using these tools? Um, and and so I, I guess maybe one thing that we should probably do while we're kind of being, uh, you know, pie in the sky technologist today on the page that show is to, um, to to think a little bit about some projects um, that, that do uh, give us kind of like these these superpowers. And to, today, I, I think one uh, project that kind of is standing out to me is Mirror. I've been using them. Uh, I've been pulling my Medium posts over and, and making mirror.xyz uh, collectibles out of them. And, and then this incorporates with like Bonfire because I can gate to these, to these assets if I want to, you know, like later on if there's one that like 
turns out to have been uh i, I don't know if something happens <laughs> you know maybe, maybe there will be like some kind of utility that i want to like then provide and and so so i have the the structure that i need there and that comes from mirror just by interacting with mirror the way that i would ordinarily interact with something like medium um that you know since is the same type of thing for for you know email and for nfts and and so if you're interested interested in following me you can go to dylan.sint.co and you can sign up to to get on my my email list and and basically collect the nfts that i send out on occasion um i love just doing little airdrops and stuff that way but yeah um yeah well, i know I, you're on I, Roger. I, I, yeah go ahead go ahead sorry i just wanted to jump in and talk a little bit more about mirror and see the what from your perspective what you feel is the benefit and is that a place for for writers to house is the long form sort of content is it is it, are they an nft individually like what what is mirror M maybe give us the thousand foot view here touche yes absolutely um sorry for going too fast the, the okay so the mirror text deck basically lives on the optimism blockchain and so you, back in the day when Mirror first came out, I, I looked at Mirror and I was like, you know what? This is on Ethereum. The, the gas is going to be too high. It's not going to be practical. I blog too much. Um, and, and so I, I didn't do Mirror. And then I found out that Mirror was on Optimism. And, you know, I'm willing to pay a quarter to put a, a, a blog post up. You know, I, I really like their collection uh, set up. Um, so, so what I get as a writer who, who blogs on Mirror, is basically the ability to publish NFTs of my blog posts that anybody can go read. Um, so, so it's like a low gas um, way that, that I can make my work collectible. And there's like a little email list in there too, so you can subscribe to me there. Um, and then basically this is just kind of uh, early days, like bloggable use case for, for Web3 tech. And so, so what's got me excited about mirrors? I'm I'm seeing the d direction they're going with their development of their project, and I, I think it's excellent. Um, just in terms of meeting my needs, as like a writer who wants to use blog posts to kind of explain things and get the word out about stuff, and you know, try try to kind of keep people in the loop. So, so it makes it easy to follow, and then it makes it easy for people to basically tip me by collecting the NFTs. And when they do that, um, I, I can see you know basically who the collectors are and you know do things like airdrop them nfts or you know uh whatever the case may be moving forward right right clever interesting and is there any other counterpart to mirror or is there any other that you know of that exists also that is also that kind of on-chain blogging yeah, I've been seeing, uh, and I think you mentioned earlier, uh, Paragraph.xyz, which is kind of similar. And and then, obviously, uh, Readme Books can be sort of used this way. It makes kind of a nicer-looking blog post. Uh, but people seem, uh, I, I don't know, um, they seem to want to put books into that collection because we called it Readme Books. <laughs> so so I, I think maybe... Uh, you know, we've got a few magazines and stuff. And the the idea is that very much that it's like a basic text mentor. Um, and I do think that Readme has uh, some pretty similar kind of kind of structure to to the way that Mirror is. But, but it's a little bit different. And it's kind of a different community that it points to. 
Um, and then, so there's a little bit of differences there. I would, I would also say that Scent, uh, fo- Scent focuses on NFTs and, and like the ability to collect NFTs, but they also have a social media site. Um, and, and so I like to use my Scent page to, uh, you know, like even announce my, my mirror posts because I don't have all that many mirror followers yet. So right, right, anyway, right, just right, lots right. and lots and lots of options. It's like a Cambrian explosion of, of options. Right, right. Well, and before we got on the call, we were talking about experiencing all of these different places and and seeing what can we do here and what can we do there. And even if it's cross-published, you know, like you publish something on Mirror and you publish something on Scent and maybe you even have the same thing on Paragraph XYZ and that all of those things are perfectly appropriate and perfectly okay. It just depends on where your audience is, right? Because... You know, maybe there's an audience on Mirror, maybe there's an audience on Scent, maybe, the, you know, but they don't subscribe to all three places. So you're just getting, you're just connecting to all three places as the writer, as the creator, right? Yeah, absolutely. And and so, like, we're, we're kind of getting into, like, the Web3 publishing, like, game, as it were. You know, like, it's in its very early infancy here still. Uh but yeah, how, how do you uh, manage your blog subscription, Medium? Or uh, Rihanna, excuse me. <laughs> I called you Medium. Oh, that's okay. That's okay. Uh, well, and so that that's the thing is that I've been trying to investigate where do I want, because I write on Substack and I write on Medium and I, and I, and I write on Scent. And I'm, I'm, I really like Scent. Scent to me is just so clean and easy and just pretty. And it, has that web three feel. And so, but it's also very user-friendly. So someone coming in wanting to be a reader, I feel like that, that it's an easy, easy jump for them. So it's more web 2.5 or whatever. Um, I have not experienced anything with paragraph yet and I'm making the leap into mirror. I just haven't had time to, to get my first post up and going. So, um, yeah, so I'm just interested in it is where I'm sitting right now. Agreed. Uh, yeah. yeah, go for it, Odd Reddit. I think somebody that would have a very good uh, uh, input on this kind of thing is, is Cryptocracy. Uh, he's got, I, don't, I think his real name, well, I know his real name, but I'm, I'm drawing a blank right now, but he goes under. Oh, I know. I, I can tell you if you want. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not sure if I should dox him or that. <laughs> no, I, I think he's fully dox. It's Alan Taylor. Yeah, that's right, Alan Taylor. Yeah, he because he has this really interesting uh, sort of a newsletter kind of thing that he puts out. I know he's on scent because I've seen him there, and it's just chock full of all this brand new NFT related information. Um, but once you go to his site and you start to look, you realize. That guy is is like publishing on like I don't know seven or eight different different uh, blogging places, and so he's on he's on Mirror, he's on uh, well I think he's on Mirror, uh, he's on uh, three or four things that I've that I'm sort of clueless about, uh, and uh, he he's written a book about all these different different choices. For 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 me, I've I've done just a little bit on Mirror. I have an account on Paragraph, but I've never actually used it. Uh, and then uh, same thing, Substack. I think I have one thing. I think I'm probably going to stick with 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 Mirror. Uh, and uh, instead of like trying to put it on all five things, I mean, 
using I don't, I, I don't know I'd, I could copy the same you know basically just copy and paste the same uh, post everywhere but I, I don't know I'm, I, I'm thinking aesthetically maybe I might want to try something a little different but I, I just I like mirror and I feel like it's getting a lot more mind share like the business people like to say um, compared to the others and and by the way paragraph uh, I dropped in uh, re just just briefly on uh, Greg's chat today uh, the right three.io Greg Greg the uh, what is it like yeah Greg the yeah he was uh, his 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 uh, his guest was the, the 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 person that put together a paragraph so go go back and find that chat and uh, and uh, or that Twitter space and uh, and you can hear straight from the bleeder's mouth the uh, everything you want to know about paragraph. That's right, 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 right. Excellent, excellent. Can you put the name of the man you were just talking about or the contact you were just talking about? Something Alan or Alan something. Oh, Alan Taylor from Cryptocracy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and from and, back in the day when I was doing Crypto Rider, uh, he he was also uh, uh, one of the very first people that I talked to about minting a book with uh, Wit Publishing back in like 2021. Mm. <laughs> Way back, he, he's a great guy. Um, he he writes a lot of uh, a lot of content about crypto. Okay, okay, okay. Because I was yeah. just trying to find him on Twitter to see, and there were so many so many different people there's like somebody somebody number 11 and somebody number 360 and i was just like well who is it so okay i'll see if i can't rack him down because that sounds really interesting because i'm always i'm always interested in who's going which direction and and because you know there's so many new things out there you know oh, totally. you have to be careful not to spread yourself too thin uh, shoot me an email um, from the address you want to have the conversation on, and I'll, I'll totally connect you with him uh, right away. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Probably just through Discord, maybe. I mean, is that appropriate? Can yeah. The only thing is I don't know your email address. <laughs> you don't know mine? Oh, it's Rihanna at RihannaMorgan.com. Oh, okay. So I basically knew it. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> if you, you know, guess, <laughs> you'd probably get it. <laughs> Yep, Rihanna, Rihanna Morgan.com. Got it. Yeah, All right. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll look you guys in together for sure. Very, very cool great. stuff. Great, 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 great. Excellent. Well, this has been such a great show. Oh, my goodness. We learned so much, talked about so many things, feel so excited about everything. Yeah, I, th I think I committed the sin that Indy was calling out like last week where like we, we left the call with like action items. <laughs> but, but you know, I mean, what, what can you do? A guy can only be so entertaining, right? I, <laughs> no, it was fun. <laughs> I got to say, I've mean, really enjoyed uh, doing the, the, the call today and, and all the other days. And I, I hope next week CD will be back and, and keep us more uh, more entertaining. Um, as he likes to do, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, but but anyway, this, this has been a, a really special uh, World Poetry Day page down show, and um, I don't know. I mean, I guess maybe it's about time to close this one down. Um, do you all have any final thoughts or, or topics uh, for us to to chat through while we're still here? I, I have. We can end with a toast if you want to. Oh, that sounds perfect. 
Yes, let's toast. Okay, so here is the words we are all in love with. All right. <laughs> Not a very long toast, just little, just enough. Say cheers oh, and... That works, that works. Yeah, yeah. Cheers to the words we are all in love with. Cheers to the words we are all in love with. Yep. Yep. All right. guys, this has been so fun. Yeah, yeah, what a day, huh? I, I'm, I'm digging it. I, I can't wait till Thursday. I'm, I'm super stoked. Uh, me by too. the way, me too. Yeah, what time it, is it, it on Thursday? It's it's noon central, so 1 p.m. Eastern. And if you are wanting to tune in, shoot me a DM on Twitter. Shoot me a DM in Discord. Shoot me a DM on Telegram. You know, shoot me an email if you have to. Uh, uh, we, we can we can link up, and then I can provide the Zoom link, and then uh, you you can come to the come to the call if you want to. Um, it promises to be a well-attended event. People are really excited about the project. Um, I can't wait to see everything that we're, we're going to build together as a community here. Um, I, I think uh, to Odd Writings' uh, somewhat anti-utopian point earlier, there, there may be a, uh, a collective future in which, you know, like we, we actually do manage to build something like a public good that, you know, makes makes things better, you know, and and so so that's kind of to some extent what motivates me anyway. Yes, too. I'm in, and I'm in. All right. Well, I guess uh, peace, love, and whippy. <laughs> peace, love, and whippy. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Love. Bye. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Ether. That was episode 24 of the Page Dow Show, recorded on Tuesday, March 21st, 2023. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support now. Sneaking through back alleys on a little cosplay Broadway all day, looking like the wrong way Resuscitating major players in the waiting room Sifting through the paperwork while I be debating fools Breaking rules, breaking bad, like we always wait for doom Slayed a few in my early years, often hit the shroom Sitting in the dark, waiting for the daily news To let us know what we should believe as the latest truth Stay aloof, writing rhymes in the studio Trying to keep it well lit like filming a movie role Sorting through support from your endorsements Of course we're tripping balls, handing reports in the latest proof ain't a way to move, change the view Just a bunch of pack of heads living in a chicken coop Picking at the dinner, finger licking like the plate is good So kick it for a minute, then show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Big thinking energy always gets the best of me When I kick it in the lab, messing with new recipes Gotta mix and match, flip the latch, letting rhythm scratch No shit, spitting facts with my vision smashed Big trip aristocrats, dishing out a list of trash Missing wisdom, this fish is too big to catch Better let the missus know where you hit the stash Watch your next step, bro, before you hit the traps Walking on eggshells, tripping over landmines And I'm about done dealing with these damn lies Man, I'm looking at this planet like a franchise Chastised into digging holes in the back nine the latest proof ain't a way to move, change the view Just a bunch of peck of heads living in a chicken coop Picking at the dinner finger, licking like the plate is good So kick it for a minute, then show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do
Two plus two. Show me what that thing could do. Two plus two. Show me what that thing could do. Two plus two. Show me what that thing could do. Two plus two. Tell me spaces. <laughs>